this is like such a vulnerable moment for me, you guys. Like this is so deep within my heart that I just, I'm like, okay, this has to come out and it has to come out right now and I'm going to burst. And so I like, my face hurt at the end of the day from smiling so much. And I was like, what is wrong with me? How's my face hurt? You know how you feel when you have had to do a lot of public speaking all day or something and you're like always smiling, you're like getting photos taken Mm -hmm. and then yep, your face hurts. So I had a moment where I was like, why does my face, oh my gosh, I've been smiling. You're listening to Rebel Heart Radio, hosted by nutritional therapist Cassie Knavel and professional esthetician and makeup artist Genevieve Blair. A lifestyle podcast about clean living, making money, and badass people that inspire us endlessly. We created this podcast to walk through the tough moments of life with you, inspire you to live more intentionally, and frankly, because we like to talk. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure to catch our weekly episode and subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you have iTunes, we would be forever grateful for your review on our podcast. Let's get to our latest episode. The materials and content within this podcast are for general information and educational purposes only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. We are rocking episode 90 today. We are fastly approaching 100 episodes, and we are so very excited and so grateful for our incredible podcast community. Um, Doing this thing for two years with you guys has been an incredible gift, and we just love you so darn much. Thank you for being here. And this week, we are just hopping on to kind of catch up with each other. It's just Jen and I, and we are going to kind of dig into some personal and some business updates and have a little bit of shop talk around the direction that um, my business is going specifically. And you guys have really asked a lot for some more shop talk from us and kind of behind the scenes when it comes to business. And so we're happy to share that moving forward in the podcast. And uh, we're really excited. And we've got kind of a new direction. We're taking the podcast in 2020. So if you're here, you probably have noticed that we are deep in the Enneagram right now and we are loving it. We hope you are too. And having the opportunity to kind of spend a few months focusing in on a subject and and the nuances that exist within that subject or field are are really um, appealing to us. And so we've just really enjoyed having, you know, quite a large arc on the podcast dedicated to the Enneagram and Hashtag any a new year has kind of turned into any uh, January, February and March, which is beautiful and we're loving it. And so, you know, with this episode, uh, we're, we're kind of adding a little break in for you guys and just checking in and getting updated and letting you guys know what's up. And then we've got several more episodes that are dedicated to the Enneagram coming up with some wonderful guests. Next up is our girl, Brie Firestone, who is a, a money and a life coach. And she's been on the podcast before episode 66. So some good homework before next week would be to listen to that episode for sure. Not required, but recommended. And uh, we're so excited to chat, you know, money mindset and the Enneagram and and we get to dig into some amazing content with that over a two part episode. So that'll be next week and the following week, episodes 91 and 92. 
And then as we head into the rest of the year, we're going to do a wonderful kind of quarterly focus in for the podcast. And so what you can expect from us the next quarter after kind of wrapping up the Enneagram is a large discussion around um, making money and launching a business. And so we're really been real fired up about adding this to the things that we are talking to you guys about. I mean, shoot, it's in our info, like our intro, making money and badass people. And we haven't really had as much of an opportunity just kind of being led naturally to talking deeply about um, skin issues and nutrition and you know, other aspects of personal development and self-development. And now we're kind of heading into the space where it's time for us to start talking about making money and doing business. And so we're very excited for the guests that we have on for the second quarter of this year, but that's kind of the direction we're headed to with the podcast. And, and we're just going to kind of leave the second half of the year um, up for, uh, interpretation at this point, (laughs) we're going to keep that a little close to the vest and, and share that with you in the coming months. But we just wanted to give you guys a little update and let you know what's happening in the world of rebel heart radio. Hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey everyone. And welcome back to rebel heart radio. It is just Jen and I today on a little catch up, a little Enneagram shop talk and just kind of (laughs) updating you guys on what's going on in business and in life and, and new directions for the podcast and such that we're very excited about. So, um, just, you know, sit back and relax and just Just hang out with us today. Yeah. (laughs) Just grab a snack and just chill. Okay. Oh, it's like, oh my goodness. Like back in the day. I feel like it's been forever since we've been able to been. catch up on air. Yeah. Um, and it's been I a while. am very excited for this because we've had many, many episodes with the incredible Jess Gertner and that, I don't know about you guys, but it's been incredibly impactful for me just as the Enneagram is on my life. But having someone like Jess explain it the way that she does is mm-hmm. just the perspective of her as an Enneagram nine and as someone who's just incredibly like compassionate and caring and gentle, I just adore her. <laughs> so it was, wonderful. it's been, it's been a very um, nurturing way to learn about the Enneagram to me. Just how it and should be. Yeah. It doesn't always feel that way though, huh? No, it does not. It feels especially <laughs> when it comes to pokey. reading about an eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It feels a little pokey. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. It takes me a second. Prickly. There we go. Prickly. I like that. Yeah, yeah. it's prickly. <laughs> it's prickly. It's pokey. Okay. It's pokey prickly. Well, what's up with you, girl? How are you? Oh, I'm good. I think it's kind of interesting to catch up truly on air like this. Like there's, there's like, we really haven't told each other a lot of things that are going on. So you're going to get like real time reactions here. Yep. Um, like professionally, it's an interesting space for me right now because I feel the winds of stretch going. I can't say they're change. It's, and I can't say it's a pivot. I just, I feel myself expanding, like stretching, mm. like in a good way, not like a, oh, this hurts way. It's like, I think I've already stretched and now it's just now we're filling that space, I guess. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. And absolutely. so, yeah, I'm really leaning into what 2019 taught me in business and where I'm spending my time and putting my efforts and things like that. And I really do feel that abundance that I don't I can't say I felt in the beginning of 2019 Mm. it's like you know beginning of 2020 I'm just like all right let's do this like and I feel like 2019 taught me 
to look at myself a little more clearly and what I can offer professionally and to lean into it. And so a lot of the things that I'm offering are going to be, you know, one-on-one skin consultations to, um, you know, being hired out to work on work on coaching through specifics with skincare with other teams to things like offering digital products to purchase that you can use in your businesses or if you want to have them even just for yourself just to know your skin better like those are the kind of things that I see myself going towards but I'm also really really enjoying podcast editing and being a producer for our podcast and German podcast and so I'm spending a lot of time in both of those spaces and getting to know like Cassie and Diane's team and like it's just I'm doing a lot of things and I don't feel so schizophrenic about it anymore (laughs) you know I feel like I I, we when I went to the Brave Fear Retreat in September um it was really brought to my attention a beautiful way to think of it is that I'm Disneyland I'm I'm the spokes wheel in the center of Disneyland and I've got all these lands and I've got things that I'm doing they some of them interconnect and some of them don't and I've I think I've talked about that before on the podcast, but I really feel that 100%. Like they all kind of interconnect and they have an overarching theme of, um, you know, helping and um, bringing my gifts to people. And I see that as an overarching theme, but today, actually, I was in the grocery store and I don't know how, but the cashier asked me what I do for a living because I must have said something about what I do. And I was like, oh, I I spent a lot of my time working from home. It was like the first time I had said something so off the top of my head that didn't sound confusing even to me. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I think sometimes as like a multi-passionate entrepreneur, you end up like just you're like, I don't even know how to describe what I do. What don't I do? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, where do you want me to start? Um, So I just I, I told her that I work from home a lot and I do a lot of consultative work around skin and helping other people figuring out their skin and helping their teams work things through um and I do a little podcast editing and she was like oh my gosh your life sounds so fun (laughs) and you're like you're right it is and I did I had that moment I was like my life is kind of fun that's gosh I haven't really I haven't really stopped to think about that classic two I just it's you know two three two wing three I'm just constantly kind of looking down the pipeline and instead of really expanding and kind of looking outward and being like 30,000 viewpoint. So I've definitely been spending a little more time there. Uh, I did kind of pick a word for the year and I didn't let myself think about it too much because Mm -hmm. I will end up kind of either going down a rabbit hole or choosing something that I think other people want for me. Wow. I don't know why I do that. Mm. I'm trying to stop doing that. Um, and so I just let it fly off the cuff. I didn't let myself think about it too hard. And I think the word for this year is joy. Oh, I love that. Because I already know what I want, like where I want to go. I know kind of how to get there. I don't think it's accurate to say that I know how to get there. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows how you to get rough anywhere. Draft. But draft. Yeah, rough draft. Yes, thank you. Yeah, and I've got bullet points that are a great place to start with. And I'm ready to stop trying to exert myself so hard Mm. I want to have joy as I'm going through these things that I'm and and really living in um being being good with what I have to offer and who I am I I had to tell you probably three times in the last week from totally separate people and Cassie may have been one of the people that said this I can't remember if it was you or somebody else in the mastermind they were just like you need to start seeing yourself like other people see you and 
I've been hearing that for a long time and I can pretty confidently say that I've had I've put myself in positions where people are saying those things to me like I'm I'm in a mastermind um I'm having one-on-one conversations where I love those one-on-one conversations because I feel like I get to connect to their needs but at the same time they are constantly those one-on-one conversations are constantly breathing that life back to me and it's so fulfilling for me to hear how other people view me mm-hmm. because it's difficult for me to see those things. Yeah. And so business is just a professional space is just a really like, I feel like I'm like vibing. I'm like, okay, let's do this. I'm flowing. Like I really want to like, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for things to come. Like I want to build out my website. I want to start doing more content that lives in that space that is like evergreen people can access and, share and things like that and um I want to start like having fun with things that I enjoy if I'm real I've kind of become obsessed with TikTok don't know how that started thank you Gary V I seriously it's such a like it's a real thing three hours will literally disappear before your eyes and you don't even you're like it's 1 a.m what's happening like (laughs) and it's been such a fascinating um app for me to look into and how Every single piece of content that's put out there, even if it is in the professional space, is fun. Mm-hmm. You know, there are chiropractors on there. There are massage therapists on there. There are money experts on there. There are financial freedom advisors. There's like there are so many people that are living in that space and they're professionally. Um, I've even seen like vocal coaches, but they're putting out content that brings joy. And I'm like, yes, Yes, ma'am. So you're in a place of consumption with TikTok, but are you going to start doing something yourself over there? Yes. Yes, I am. And I'm <laughs> saying that out loud because I want to and I haven't done it yet. Okay. Well, I said that. Out. I have never gotten into Snapchat, but the things that mm-hmm. you do on Snapchat and save and share on Instagram, I really like. <laughs> <laughs> well, TikTok's, oh, TikTok is like the blend of like Insta story, Snapchat with mm-hmm. um a little bit of video editing mm-hmm. which is like my jam i'm like yes and it, what's hard though is like the algorithm that works around tiktok is and, and this is where i've learned a lot from gary v this way if you guys don't know who gary v is gary vanderchuk he goes by gary v vaynerchuk vaynerchuk he yep. would be so upset with me <laughs> if you guys have taken in his stuff you will know that he is a no he's BS, no bs yeah like he he's he's known for his potty mouth but in the most kind way of just realization <laughs> oh, i he, like how you say potty mouth on this podcast yes he is he's a potty mouth he's, i know so but, am i <laughs> <laughs> but he he really does i do resonate with so much of what he says and how he helps people he gives them permission to be themselves And I think that's really the overarching thing for him. And he's, but he's also this like media guru. He's got his own media company and he's been able to see trends. Like he invested in Facebook and invested in Instagram before they were really a thing. Mm -hmm. And he is publicly loudly saying that about TikTok. And I'm like, all right, I'm paying attention. What is he saying? And the only reason why I downloaded the app was because of what he said. And he's like, he's like, screw the algorithm on TikTok. Screw it. Like, do your own thing. Like, do do you in TikTok? Because the TikTok that's here now is not the TikTok where it's going to be just like Facebook evolved, just like Instagram evolved into what it is today. TikTok will do the same thing. And, and so I'm really leaning into that because the app is full of possibilities in mm-hmm. a fun way. And that's, that's what I want to be. That's fun. 
it is it sounds fun. so daunting to me <laughs> it, 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 yeah, i I'm, will I'm get on lie. tiktok and consume but i have had so i've had a hard time with the platform with being able to like see what i want to see it's mm-hmm. like the search functions and stuff it's just oh yeah. it's very funky they it's, force you into like looking at certain things and i don't want to do that i don't want to watch yeah. like a um little girl do like a song mm-hmm. i don't know oh my gosh i know what you mean i i think it's it's really like my profile has blended into my style over time because mm-hmm. the first like few times i was on the app i was like what is this and why do i keep seeing underage people <laughs> like this makes me really uncomfortable but as i started um like finding the right hashtags to search i found a little more success at finding people like there's a whole hashtag that's like hashtag over 30 or hashtag too old for this app (laughs) i like that (laughs) and i i'm seeing more and more people that are a little bit older a little more wiser they're using the app for good Mm. that i'm like i want to i'm gonna go there i want to be that okay so okay i see you i want to have fun with it mark jen's words she's gonna be a tiktok star in a year (laughs) oh stop no (laughs) i don't know about star i'm I'm gonna have fun i'm just joking i'm not trying to overwhelm you (laughs) well this is this must be my three wing i have um post-it notes sitting on the wall over here of all these i, w- I want to do an enneagram series on my tiktok <laughs> that'd be so because fun. it's just too much fun there's too many audio because the way it works is there's audio available you can't force audio to be available on there because of copyright you know and so you kind of i think that's the joy behind the app is being inspired by something that you hear and being like oh my gosh that would fit in enneagram seven perfectly or like cassie it's all i can do to not make my list all about eights because there's so many great eight (laughs) audios it's not even funny and so i really want to play with that a little bit i just this is easy to spot let's let's just say that (laughs) you're a very defined personality eights know their eights and everyone else knows they're an eight too if they know the enneagram (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) sorry not sorry <laughs> oh anyway so i'm just i'm i'm feel like i'm vibing i'm like putting things out there i'm you know i'm still putting content out there still connecting to people i fully expected skin consultations to peter out like mm. i really did i started them last february and it's been a year now since when this episode launches it'll be a year and i opened it up on my schedule thinking that i was going to get the people that i've captured their attention already and then i would do maybe one a month mm-hmm. and I, i'm still doing quite a few each week like to the point where i really had to think about my boundaries and how much time i was spending with each person and so it's like it's kind of an interesting space to be in to like be here a year later and still it's like it was a snowball effect that i didn't expect I think it's also leaning into that wisdom of, you know, what is your, what is your audience? What is your following asking you for? Mm -hmm. And, and just offering it in whatever capacity that looks like for you and seeing what happens. And Mm -hmm. this is what people were asking for. Um, Yes. A lot. (laughs) Yes. Myself included. I'm like, I need a skin consultation right now. (laughs) Yeah. Can we have a talk about my skin? Can we talk about my skins, please? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I know I feel that. So it's it's been it's been good. And I think I was really scared to put the information out there because there can be opinions within the aesthetic world that are just that. It's just your professional opinion that may not jive with somebody else's. Mm-hmm. And um I felt like I had to be like concrete hundred percent sure before I could put those things out into the universe and that's just I think that with anything when you're in a professional space anywhere if you live like that you'll never get your voice heard Mm -hmm. 
And because it's not popular in the aesthetics world to be non-toxic. You're so right. It's not. Yeah. I've noticed that. And once you mention it, like once you mention that or clean beauty or anything like that, it's like, ah, that stuff doesn't perform. We're not talking about that. It doesn't work. Yeah. It's performance. And it's a little bit of like, that's not real science. And I'm like, okay, where? I'm sorry. Where is this not science? Like, is the Journal of the American Medical Association not enough for you? (laughs) I know. I know. Is it heavily vetted? Well, a lot of meta analysis not enough for you? Exactly. And I'm just like, okay, just because we're not being, you know, talked about, we're not talking about this in aesthetic school doesn't mean it's not true. I think it's honestly, it's, it's being glossed over because it's inconvenient. I mean, you have to literally, you went through that process, you changed out your whole kit and you know how much it costs Mm -hmm. and how hard it is to find things to replace the things that you love and mm-hmm. reach that place of deciding to be in that kind of clean enough 80-20 space. Mm-hmm. And that was a hard decision too. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, the whole thing is really putting yourself out there professionally was not easy and you also put yourself in a space of feeling like you lose a peer group that way, but if I'm honest, like the what I found by dipping into that niche, dipping into how I really feel about the whole clean beauty and ingredient selection, 80-20, all of that jazz, of uh, finding the community of people through leaning into how I really feel and how passionate I am about it has been a hundred times more worth it than leaving myself open to an entire audience of all of the estheticians and people that love skincare. Like niching down for me to what something I was passionate about was everything. Well, and you're not here to serve other estheticians. You're here to serve people who want to know more about their skin. So Right. And um, I was so worried. I was like, I was worried that I was alienating myself from my professional peers. And that's just not true. Oh, that's really interesting. I've always been in like a deeply niched space. So I don't know. mm -hmm. I'm trying to expand out of that right now, which is really interesting and kind of on the flip side of things, but I know I want to hear more about what you're doing. Like you've told me a little, but I want to hear more. Yeah. So like a little, a little backstory. I have had this idea of doing a food blog for a very long time. Since I've known you. Since, and, and since before I ever even got into nutrition, like it was something that Mm -hmm. I was wanting to pursue. And for some reason it just felt like this huge, like behemoth of a task that, Not that I didn't feel capable, but maybe that I didn't feel ready or that it was the right time. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, it's always a struggle. I think a lot of other entrepreneurs can probably, um, lean into this. I, I tend to do things the opposite way than what most people do. So Mm -hmm. most of my peers in, you know, in nutritional therapy went into blogging as like a side to their profession as a nutritionist. And then they would obviously have like some sort of either online or clinical practice or ebook or whatever. And so content creation was something they did before they started making money. So they had their, you know, full-time job or part-time job that they were working alongside their nutrition practice. And for me, I literally made a full-time income immediately and had a full robust clinical practice. And so I actually didn't have time to prioritize. (laughs) Yeah. Which I mean, let's all take a moment to laugh at the version of yourself that says you didn't have time to do something before you had a kid. Oh my word. (laughs) 
like what okay oh my word you're like i'm gonna look at like cassie from 2014 be like oh that's cute honey like you think you don't have time you don't know yeah you You think a nine to five job is busy (laughs) 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 yeah and not even that i mean so i you know i was working part-time in the restaurant and then i also had my clinical practice which was robust but i wasn't ready to quit my my restaurant job quite yet. And then I also, um, you know, was kind of ruminating on this idea of blogging and I've always been one to teach people to cook. I've always been one to teach kind of elements of that piece of it. And, and one of the things that I found in nutrition counseling that I loved so much was the showing people that, dishes that feel really complicated really don't have to be that complicated. And we can Mm -hmm. kind of take a very unfussy and unfancy approach to food and really still enjoy it and make even some things that feel kind of complicated. And so I got a lot of clarity. I don't know exactly if there was like just one thing that brought this about, but I got a lot of clarity toward the end of the year as to the direction I wanted to go with things this year. And You know, I have looked at so many of my colleagues in entrepreneurship and nutrition counseling and um, in beauty counter and all of these other kind of aspects and, and found, you know, the ones that I am like, how are you doing what you're doing? Most of them have a business coach. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And, Mm -hmm. or, or they're just obviously like highly productive and driven people, or maybe they don't have kids or, you know, whatever the case may be. And so um, you know, I just really respect the people who are out there saying, Hey, like if you want to be a great coach to other people, you also need a coach, like a great coach mm-hmm. has a coach. Mm-hmm. And that's something that has really resonated deeply with me. And I've always really struggled to find a mentor. And so I don't necessarily have a mentor, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, most of this is done on my own. Um, I do have excellent peer groups and people to support me and mastermind and all that good stuff. But Um, you know, heading into this next year, I was like, I'm going to need some help and direction and strategy. And so I'm working with my friend Shay, who will be on the podcast upcoming. We'll share more details about that. But she is um, a career coach and a business strategist. And she is exactly what I need. And we are working so well together. It's only been a few weeks and it's already feeling like we've been doing this for years. (laughs) Um, And I amazing have it's it's really funny. I think you know, a goal without a plan is just a dream, right? (laughs) Like it's, it's, you have to have a plan around your goals. And that was the one thing I I never created a content plan around blogging. I just Mm -hmm. thought, you know, I will just make something and I'll share it on Instagram and I'll see what people think. And if they're receptive, then I'll put it up on the website. Like that was kind of my thought process. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Nope, that's literally not how it works for anyone who's in food blogging full time or part time or whatever. Super intentional. Super intentional. And, you know, kind of instead of you, obviously you want to hear from your audience and see what they want to hear, but most of us kind of already know what they want. (laughs) So, you know, we've landed on this approach of being like, no, no, I I know what you want. And then I'm going to go ahead and tell you what you want. And then you're going to want it. <laughs> that's how that's how that marketing kind of you know direction usually works with writing and yep. blogging and so it's sense. been a really interesting thing to kind of just revamp and, and take a different lens to it and so um the blog is up i have a food blog it's a thing guys you gotta go see it it's so pretty like it's 
it's so <clears throat> soothing dare i say it's mm-hmm. it's a soothing place to visit Aww. which i appreciate easy to navigate it's like a beautiful colors and the white space is just so soothing i just and the pictures are beautiful I'm, I'm gonna gush and make her uncomfortable but you guys should go check it out because there's already some really fun like i really want to try are they the um sausage patties the little oh the sausage egg bites with chimichurri yes oh my god yes so you bake an egg over a sausage like you push sausage into your muffin tins and then Mm -hmm. crack an egg over the top so the egg is still whole Um, and then you bake it so that the yolk is still kind of runny but the white is cooked and then you put some chimichurri on top and it's amazing oh it looks so good it's so easy but it's delicious so that's the way it should yeah be. <laughs> so and i mean so the blog is it's live it's the northwestkitchen.com and you know the goal and the dream and i've shared this with the audience a few times is to own a restaurant and that restaurant will probably be called the northwest kitchen and yeah. there will be a cookbook and all of that good stuff eventually but right now i'm just focusing in on actually creating a really robust platform with a blog and um, lots and lots of recipes. There's less than 10 recipes on the site as we speak when we're recording this, but there will be, you know, about six or seven a month going up on there. So at least one a week, if not more. And then I'm going to really... So wonderful. I'm going to really fun new direction with my newsletter. So I have had Mm. this massive list that I created many years ago and used to share about nutrition and things like that. And it's just kind of been asleep for a while. So if you're on my email list and you haven't heard from me in a while, you probably have already heard from me by now when this (laughs) episode comes out. I'm back. (laughs) Um, And so... The direction I'm kind of going with the newsletter is like this editorial. And so what I want to do is help you guys kind of disseminate these kind of complicating feeling cooking tasks or techniques um, and allow you to feel like you can tackle them. And they are, you know, we're going to simplify and really break things down. And that doesn't mean I'm making the process any less complicated. We're just going to make it feel less complicated. Yes. We're going to give ourselves (laughs) a pat on the back and say, listen, if our buttercream separates here are three ways you can try to fix it because it oh, might separate. Awesome. So things like that. And so the first newsletter I have going out, let's see when this episode airs, it will be, I need to look. Um, once episode airs, I will be sending the newsletter out the day before, two days before it airs. Okay. So um, if you want to sign up for the newsletter, you still can, and I will send you out that original. I'll do a second round. Um, but the first newsletter is a love letter to cake and cake. Yeah. C-A-K-E. Cake. cake. Like cake. See some cake. Um, oh, man, so the backstory on that is, you know, for my years in the restaurant industry, I spent a lot of that developing recipes for just rocking delicious cakes and they were all gluten-free and nobody knew they were gluten-free and it was my yes. favorite <laughs> it was my favorite <laughs> to make something that was still you know super moist and decadent and delicious but didn't have any of those allergens that people were trying to avoid um, and mm. now the caveat here is hear me this is not a paleo baking blog <laughs> so <laughs> there will be some organic sugar used there will be you know but um, properly sourced yeah, I mean, we're going to do our best with with all of our ingredients, you know, only healthy fats and, you know, a heavy focus on real whole food based ingredients. Um, but as far as the cakes go, that kind of became my jam. 
Mm. And I would, I would make the cake for, you know, everyone's birthday. And, uh, I just fell in love with it. And what I fell in love with was the process. This, this, oh my gosh, the baking, guys, the videos. watching the thing rise, the stacking oh. of the layers, the frosting of the cake. Like it's, it's a love story. It and looks like a love story. Every time I see you do it, I'm like, that oh. was, that was art. Well, I feel the same <laughs> way about watching you do your makeup. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are soothing. So, <gasps> yeah. So, you know, what you can expect from me is a lot more of like an editorial style spread on how to's. Um, mm. that are kind of matched with recipes. So we're going to do a lot of tutorial based things. And a lot of the tutorials will kind of live on Instagram and then the actual recipes will live on the blog, but you'll have access to both. And obviously we'll be linking back to each other. And, and then, uh, you know, as we kind of move on through the quarter, I'll have, you know, at least one cake recipe up a month and then uh, all of them will be gluten-free. Everything on the site will be gluten-free with the exception of if I kind of tackle sourdough, which if I do that, will probably be the second half of the year and a heavy focus on that. Uh, so yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited to just start loving on everybody and provide a bunch of free, really freaking awesome recipes. And oh I'm just going to toot my own horn for a second and say, listen, when it comes to gluten-free baked goods, I am the, the stop, the one I, stop. <laughs> um, stop. You can make anything that I, that I, you know, as far as like the cakes go, the desserts go, um, if I can do this, you can do this, you can totally do it. And so one of the things that I kind of came up against for people who were, you know, looking for special occasion cakes for their families. And I'm sorry, but like name a gluten-free bakery where you get like a super moist cake with beautiful crumb and the right level of fat. And it's not too sweet because what often happens when you go gluten-free in a cake is they are cloyingly sweet because mm -hmm. people can't like they're just trying to cover something up they're trying to yeah make up for or the lack yeah of with sugar sugar brings moistness so mm -hmm. there are lots of recipes out there that are just like way too much sugar so i'm always reducing the sugar in a gluten-free recipe um, and so, you know, what I've found is over the years, I've taken kind of my tried and true cake recipes and, and from different places and kind of married them all together and made them my own. And now they're going to get, um, released out to all of you. And so I'm just excited to, to share my love of baking and my love of just cooking in general, but from more of a no recipe perspective too. So we're going to do a lot of that, teaching you how to build out quality yes. nourishing meals we will not be talking about macros we will not probably not really be talking about keto very much even though that's how i eat um it's not really going to be a huge resources out there about that so yeah it's not really going to be a huge conversation about nutrition you know i'll throw in some things here and there um that knowledge base exists in me and i am passionate about it uh but what i'm passionate about is like low and slow food and nourishing food mm. and things that are beautiful and decadent and awesome this is gonna feed into my word of the year joy yeah like, yeah yeah girl let's bring some joy mm. yes so oh, and this man. you know this kind of feeds into i have had a lot of fear around doing this and a lot of lack of direction in the sense that i I didn't, I let the nutrition knowledge that I have really cloud the direction I wanted to go with things, which was just a lot more heavy focus on cooking and, and loving that time of being in the kitchen and not that it has to be a lot, but the time that we do spend, we may as well find some joy in and learn some skills and have some fun. 
And so, you know, the happy place for the Northwest Kitchen is really for, you know, kind of the like budding home chef who wants to, you know, up their game a little bit. And, um, you know, so it's something that, you know, I like to say, like, it's for the home cook who knows just enough to be dangerous. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Or anybody who watches cooking shows, period. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Or like if you're an occasional baker who's really struggling to find gluten free recipes that are reliable, like, you know, if you land there and you make it, it's going to be good that's me oh it doesn't exist in very many places and so there's just going to be a lot of extremely delicious very uncomplicated gluten-free nourishing recipes and lots of cake (laughs) that's what you can expect (laughs) um on the blog as well as obviously conversation around home and body and lifestyle stuff and so yeah i'm i am floored I'm absolutely floored. So if you go to um, thenorthwestkitchen.com slash subscribe, you can jump on my email list and get that monthly editorial. And in the future, Mm -hmm. that monthly editorial will still exist, but also it'll morph into a weekly kind of no recipe recipe newsletter where you get Mm -hmm. some details on, you know, like what's on my plate and how I, how I make up the food that comes into my week and, and keep things simple in my own home. Because we, despite the fact that I have some serious kitchen skills, we keep things very simple in our kind of day-to-day operations. Mm -hmm. So, and anyways, all of that was kind of born out of like my mantra for 2020 is being born ready. I was literally oh. born ready to do this, to um, kind of occupy this. occupy this space when it comes to food and, and having a dedicated food blog. And I'm very excited for that. And that was all inspiration from, of course, the lovely and amazing Joanna Gaines. Um, she had an issue, I think it was a fall 2018 issue of Magnolia Journal that was a heavy kind of lean into this this idea of being born ready or made ready and in every season that you're capable and I had gone through this magazine a bajillion times um I have most of the journal or um like magazines in my possession like physically and I don't keep a lot of stuff but I've kept a lot of those (laughs) magazines to go through and one of the um like songs that has really been resonating with me is it's sleeping at last. So it's the guy, um, Ryan who did the, um, Enneagram songs. He has a song called daughter and Mm. the lyrics in this song have always just completely shook me and almost made me cry every time. I'm very intense when it comes to music. I feel, I really feel it. Um, (laughs) right. Oh, but you use the word intense. Yes. And so he says, um, this is your moment. Don't look down. You're ready, born ready. And all you got to do is put one foot in front of you. Our ceiling is your floor. And all you got to do is put one foot in front of you. If only you knew. And I'm just like, oh, yes, I'm ready. I'm going to do it. <laughs> but I just, I love that thought of, you know, the top of this space is, is the beginning and, mm-hmm. you know, it's all kind of this coming from this place of expansion and being being made ready. And so mm-hmm. I highly recommend going and listening to that song. I'll link it in the show notes for you guys. And and um, well, what please. was it about the Magnolia Journal? Was it the whole thing? Was there an article? You know, like- so she did a spread on um, people's stories of kind mm-hmm. of being made ready and 
and growing into who they were meant to be and made to be and equipped Mm -hmm. to be. And that's one of the things I really want people to feel walking away from my blog and, and, you know, kind of digesting a recipe is just being like, I feel really equipped to go make this. Um, Because Cassie directly told me what was going to be hard and what was going to be real easy and what to pay attention to. Right. Yep. I'm not asking you to read the between the lines. I'm literally going to tell you, like, do not take your eyes off that pot of custard because it will it will like curdle. Like, so (laughs) just look at it. Just stare (laughs) at it. (laughs) You know, and that's how that's that voice that you're going to hear coming through. Um, But within within those stories, never be steered wrong. Yeah. Because Cassie's on it. Well, and within those stories, like in the journal, and I actually didn't realize this till about a week and a half ago. And and I told you about this experience, but I found that in this, you know, section of the magazine that I had deeply resonated with what a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. and, and really ruminated over and kept and like wrote notes in the intro page to this section was the lyrics to this sleeping at last song called daughter Mm. that I just described to you guys. And so it was one of those like massive manifestation moments where I was just like, yes, this is the direction. I have so much clarity around it that it's kind of absurd and so much clarity to the point where I'm like, I'm so excited. I can't stop working on it. Like I I can't, you know, and last week I spent my first three days in Um, last week as of we're recording this. So like mid January, I spent my first three days in the kitchen doing the recipes and shooting some video for Instagram. We're not talking fancy video. You guys were literally just talking like behind the scenes video. (laughs) Um, uh, so some video, obviously lots of photography and it was, and cooking of course. And it was, there was so much joy. I was grinning so hard while I was doing it that my face hurt at the end of the day oh and I gosh, was like <laughs> I was so happy and I emotional for you <laughs> it was so it, this is like such a vulnerable moment for me you guys like this is so deep within my heart that I just I'm like okay this has to come out and it has to come out right now and I'm going mm. to burst and so mm. I like my face hurt at the end of the day from smiling so much and I was like what is wrong with me <laughs> How's my face hurt? <laughs> you know how you feel when you have had to do a lot of public speaking all day or something yes. and you're like always smiling, you're like getting photos taken and mm-hmm. then, yep, your face hurts. So I had a moment where I was like, why does my face, oh my gosh, I've been smiling. Oh and, my gosh. And Josh would come home and, and see me kind of like, you know, standing on my chair over my my photo backdrops and and taking pictures of a cake and he's just like oh my gosh you look so happy right now and I'm like I am happy <laughs> just <laughs> absolutely gushing so you know oh my, my earnest uh of uh, ask of you guys of our our very sweet and wonderful podcast community Rebel Heart Nation we love you so much um please go hop on the website make a recipe and and tag me in it and let me know Mm -hmm. what you think and share it with your friends please um I am so excited and honestly it's it's up there you need to make the cake you need to make the birthday cake recipe but Mm -hmm. my like signature chocolate cake is only going to go out in my newsletter initially 
just so you know so you're gonna want to hop on that list dude chocolate cake a good chocolate cake is yep. worth its weight fudgy moist gluten-free chocolate Ugh. layer cake with chocolate buttercream like oh my gosh i hope you guys are not on a whole 30 right now because i'm torturing you my friend Which, peter yeah. the other day was like stop posting cake pictures <laughs> and i was like, you're like yep, never go ahead and unfollow don't care <laughs> that's not happening i love it too much um mm. but hop on the website and go make the balsamic instant beef or instant pot roast beef it is it looks lovely it's so bomb like if you hate pot roast like i do which if you read the the blog post you'll see in the short little snippet i shared with you guys on that i hate like american style pot roast it makes me want to barf um, <laughs> <laughs> and so this was this my very interesting smell yeah this was my labor of love and this was one of the recipes that was actually on my original site like two years ago and I actually, I took it down because I was changing the site over to what it is now. And I had like pr- uh, literally a handful of people email me every month for the last two years asking me where that recipe was. <laughs> and of course, this is me. I would just email it to them. <laughs> You're just like, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> Instead of just like republishing my website, which felt like such a behemoth at the end of it. And it's such a simple site. So... Mm-hmm um nothing fancy we're keeping things uncomplicated um but i'm really excited to share more and and just be in that space so expect lots more updates from me on like what recipes are coming out and what i'm sharing there and uh yeah go check out the blog well i gotta say nothing makes me happier than watching you just like run because i know that intensity just feeds your soul (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no i can't wait to see what you keep doing and i'm gonna make some cake yeah Make girl some cake get on that newsletter like you guys gotta run run don't walk run <laughs> go get on that website get that subscription down because it's going to be good i've seen what's coming i at least have a, an inclination of what's coming because i was around while she was content planning and i'm like say what <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be good so if you guys want to like keep up with what we're doing our websites like you got the northwestkitchen.com i said that right it's the northwestkitchen.com correct i keep saying and without the the it's the it's the there's Kitchen. a the yeah the northwestkitchen.com and you can also keep an eye on jennybeauty.com things are going to be changing and ebbing and flowing and i've got some fun projects and the the coals and the fires so definitely um keep posted because man we just it's been it's been exciting so next week you're going to be hearing from Bree firestone and you guys these episodes that are coming i have a feeling are going to be quite like life-changing for me because this was kind of the missing piece to the puzzle you know yes yeah and like, hashtag any a new year continues you guys it's yes. not over with this catch-up episode i hope you're here mm-hmm. for it um no. but we are so excited brie is coming on to talk about money mindset and the enneagram dude and she really broke it down she spent time she was like wow that was a rabbit hole <laughs> <laughs> it, well and it was so i think it's so fascinating to look deeply into like our core fears and our core desires and how that mm-hmm. manifests into our relationship with money and yes. um such a fantastic episode she had so many good tidbits and actionable um like mindset shifts and mantras for you to use for for each type and each type had like a money type which was fascinating so cool um based on some research that she had done and so yeah it was it was an incredible incredible couple of episodes so that's a two-parter that's coming up next thanks for joining us today on this episode of rebel heart radio you can visit our website to submit a question at www.rebelheartradio.com or 
you can hop on our Instagram. You can ask us anything. We love to get to know you guys. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a review on iTunes and we'll catch you guys on the next episode.